P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we are back. We are back. I am Matt. I'm here with Shelby. And we're back after two weeks off because mm-hmm. Shelby went on vacation. I know. How was, was the so trip? Nice. It was dreamy. We went to a, the Caribbean and just lazied about for a whole week. And it was so nice. But then... We got sick at the end, so now I'm sick and I have a cold. Oh, you got and sick? I it. Yeah, <laughs> but not like food poisoning or no, like no, I no. drank the weird water and got diarrhea. No, 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 nothing like that. It was like my husband got a head cold the last day of the trip, and then he gave it to me, and so now I'm miserable. And it's like 40 degrees here, and it's just not fair. <laughs> Ugh. Moral of the story. I know. I mean, it's like 45 here, so. <laughs> Texas, get it together. Oh, what's with that? Do you pick your vacation destination solely based on Instagram potential? Instagram, you know, um, no. Well, so because <laughs> yeah, the last two I mean... trips that I can remember you taking <laughs> were like top-notch whole... Instagram material. <laughs> the whole world is my is my you know inspiration. So it's like I can go anywhere and make an Instagram moment. You know, that's like my gift is I find the grammable <laughs> places. But yeah, I mean, this trip, because we'd gone to Morocco, which I had wanted to go to for a lot of reasons. But I like going to beautiful places and beautiful places are thus Instagrammable. But Rob wanted yes. to go to an island. And so I will admit that once we narrowed it down to, oh, okay, we'll go to an island. I started looking at different influencers on Instagram, <laughs> and looking at the resorts they tagged. So, so it works, uh, you guys. Those, those ads really do pay off. I know, because I was like, "What is? Did she get hired by like the Antigua <laughs> Tourism Board? Like the I pictures were been. great." Thank you. Oh my gosh, it's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, I have plenty I more to come. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sure. I am sure. <laughs> Rob was tired of it by the end, but I, I've no been pain, seeing no those pain. desert photos for how long now? <laughs> and you know, they just keep popping up. Yeah. I Two know. years ago and six months and four days ago I was in <laughs> Morocco. This. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a picture of me on a camel. Hashtag TBT. But I feel a little out of the loop because I did not check anything while I was gone. I wasn't on I was on Instagram, but just to post stuff. And I wasn't like on Twitter. I wasn't checking up on all my social media sites for all the gossip. So I feel like scrambling to find stuff to talk about this week. So I hope you did some some recon for me. Yeah. I mean, I definitely did. I feel like this was sort of, or these past two weeks were sort of slow weeks. I mean, we had come out of the giant uh, firestorm that was the college admission scandal. And I think it's been pretty slow. The big news story that I have brought to the table today is that Apple had a big conference last week where they announced their new... I mean, we knew that they had a, like a streaming platform coming, but we got a lot of more, lot more details. We now know a lot of the people who are involved and the shows oh, that are coming down the pipeline. So I thought that was really interesting. Probably within the next year or so, we're going. there's going to be a huge shift in the way that people view TV in that a lot of the 
networks and kind of bigger production companies, instead of giving their stuff to Hulu or Netflix, like they've been doing, are going to be launching their own platforms. Yeah. Like Disney has a platform coming up. Apple has a platform. Uh, like Warner Media has a platform. So it's just going to change the way that everything is done. But you can tell that Apple has the big bucks because the people who are doing shows with them are like the who's whoosiest of uh, <laughs> Hollywood stars that I've ever seen. Did you follow really? this at all? I know this is this is breaking news to me. So please do tell. So I feel like the most interesting show for me is that Reese Witherspoon is producing a show starring Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer yes. Aniston, and Steve Carell, where they are like working at a morning news station, which I think sounds hysterical and like it could really be great TV. Right. Wow, Steve Carell back to television. I know. It's like oh, the Very three cool. of them all are big stars and then they're joining up uh oprah has a deal where she's going to be doing a bunch of like interview series um camille nanjiani (laughs) has a tv show he did the big sick a couple of years ago so that's really glamorous steven spielberg has a tv show damien chazelle has a tv show and night Shyamalan has a tv show yeah it's like everybody's got one (laughs) and then the thing that is maybe most intriguing for me which is kind of small chump change on the ladder is they're doing a modern day retelling of the life of emily dickinson starring Haley steinfeld (laughs) which seems like a weird tv choice but you know what i'm i'm excited for it He'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, watch it. Yeah, that does sound interesting. I mean, so do you think you'll end up getting it? Or your parents will or something? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing that people have been talking about online it's like there's going to have to be some kind of like bundle service or something <laughs> yeah. where like you can sign up for all of these because right now it's annoying enough as it is where like you have cable, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have HBO and you're like yeah. logging into all of these things. You forget what's yeah. on which platforms they stuff moves around. It's like, okay, now Shit's Creek is on Netflix. It used to be on something else. Like it's just, it's very yeah. complicated to keep track of all of this. And oh, for sure. if cable disappears and we sort of just have like 40 different streaming services to pick from it's going to be real annoying and real expensive to stay up on top of them all so i think that something is going to happen well that's interesting because one of the last this is a little old news but i feel like it's relevant and it's important for us to talk about is um the Mm. disney and fox merger because this has been in the works for a while and it was finally finalized i guess probably right when we went on our vacation. So old news, but pretty crazy. So it's basically they bought out Disney bought out Fox for $71 billion. And now they own all of Fox and a share of a controlling stake in Hulu. So it's like, Disney is taking over the world. And it went from like, I don't know, I think there were six major studios and now it's down to five and disney isn't slowing down so it's sort of weird to think about how the media will change especially since disney is like you said really focusing on the streaming service and will now have access to stream disney titles fox titles you know mcu titles so it's sort of like will netflix become sort of obsolete like how will all these different streaming compete with each other when everyone's just buying everything up Well, and especially when you have uh, like Disney Fox, which is like two, two production 
company, you know, like big studios, but like they do movies right. and TV. That's basically all that they do. I mean, Disney also has like theme parks and whatnot, but that's their main right. money or revenue source. But then they're competing with things like Apple, who has computers and phones, and Amazon, <laughs> who's obviously selling other things, Netflix, which is basically just doing streaming, but sort of like has the market on it at this point. Yeah. So it's weird now that you have companies that are competing against each other that aren't even really like the same companies, right. but they're all in this space. And it'll be interesting to see kind of like what happens, how they develop. And if at some point the government steps in and it's like, okay, you know, like they get rid of monopolies and it's kind of like break mm-hmm. some of these people up in a different company. So I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see how this all progresses in the next few years. I know. The Disney man, it's just a monolith now. It's way too big. I don't like it. It's 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 going to become the Illuminati of our <laughs> generation. It's funny though because I feel like I feel like everybody hates one of those big companies, but it's like yeah. you pick the one that you really villainize and like this is the bad <laughs> one and then the other ones you're kind of okay with. And for me the terrible monster is always amazon and i'm like well thank the (laughs) lord that like netflix and disney are coming along because somebody needs to stop amazon and really it's like they're all the same but i'm like amazon's buying up grocery stores they're putting bookstores out of business they're trying to take over the movie industry like they must be stopped at all costs (laughs) that's very good of you as a as a publishing person you know to hate amazon the most so i respect that choice Well, and now Amazon has bookstores, like they have multiple bookstores in New York. And I'm just always so peeved when I see them because (laughs) they put all these great bookstores out of business and then they're like strolling up like, hey, do you want a book now? Come to our store and buy it. It's like, no, if someone wants this book from Amazon, they can order it (laughs) online. If somebody wants like a book from an actual store, like go to an independent bookseller or go to Barnes and Noble even like they're on their last leg. Pretty soon Barnes and Noble will be closed and then it will just be like a handful of weird tiny bookstores and Amazon. (laughs) Yeah, it's very weird. it's like an episode of Black Mirror or something where it's like they just I bet we'll get blockbusters again in a few years. You know what I mean? Like I think it's just this weird I nostalgia hope so. factor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Apple will have a movie store you can go to and rent stuff at. It'll just be so weird. For real though, I have been thinking about Blockbuster a lot recently especially (laughs) given the captain marvel thing and it is really annoying if you want to watch a movie it is hard to find it sometimes like some things are obviously available to rent online and and are on streaming platforms but there's no place where you can go and be like okay this is gonna have everything there's a lot of like hunting around and trying to find stuff and some things aren't on amazon in which case there's really no way to find them and they're like expensive to stream and like rent it's like six dollars to rent a movie like no thanks that's crazy talk oh yeah but blockbuster would have old movies it would have new movies like anything you wanted it was there so if you were like oh you know i really want to watch snow dogs like they (laughs) would have that at blockbuster (laughs) where now it's like okay well netflix isn't gonna like who has snow dogs you know it's like old enough that nobody has it but it's yeah uh, yeah, you know what though? There's a website called justwatch.com that I use all the time because it has every single streaming and renting service available. So you can just put in whatever title you're looking for and it'll tell you if it's available to stream, to rent, to buy, and like the different prices for each. And it's great. I love it so much. So that is really clever. My yeah. <laughs> 
So keep that in mind and maybe I'll email them and tell them that we want to be their spokesperson. Oh, sponsors. Yes. Yeah. That <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the and St. Kitts and Nevis or wherever you yeah. are. With those will be the two things that <laughs> yeah. sponsor our podcast. Exactly. Um, so I have another story that's sort of Black Mirror-ish in yes. the final saga, of, well, or at least the most recent saga <laughs> of the Jussie Smollett uh, drama. Yeah. This just gets more and more ludicrous. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, he claimed that there was a hate crime against him. Then the police were investigating. It turned out that there there probably wasn't he was arrested uh, but then out of nowhere all charges against him were dropped and people were like well wait like how did this happen why did the da's office like just drop this it seems like they, they should be investigating a lot of people were calling like foul play and oh this is what happens when you're a celebrity like you can get these things dismissed blah 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 blah, blah. well then the city of chicago not to be like undermined the mayor and the head of the police police force like hosted this press conference where they basically like bashed the people who were dealing with the case from a legal angle bashed jesse smollett and rahm emanuel who is the mayor of chicago said that it was an unbelievable whitewash of justice and they just basically went on a tirade against him for like a half hour and what i don't understand is how all of these people who are all working for like the government <laughs> in chicago are like now on separate pages where they're like uh like basically claiming that other people who work in their same office are like screwing over the case it's it's wild like how is this it's a weird what case, is even going yeah. on i don't know man it's all really fishy to me you know where i stand i just i don't know who to believe i don't know who to side with i just don't know what's happening so i'm glad you're confused too <laughs> i'm fully on the side of the fact that that jesse paid these people to beat him up and then claimed <laughs> that it happened and then claimed that it was a worse crime than it was so that he out. could get attention yeah. Well, all, so, there's so much evidence against him. Yeah. I don't understand how, why they dropped the charges. Well, because he's a rich man, you know, with influence. Well, so yes. He knows yes. Backhand dealing. So, you know, justice in America. <laughs> mm. But um, I have uh, some, I guess, lighter news, but still negative focus because. Um, <laughs> because uh, there's no good news this week but jamila jamil who is an actress on the good place and has become sort of an outspoken body positive person um okay. she's been going after these social media starlets like especially the kardashians for being what she calls agent of the patriarchy and kind of their their faux feminism where they still are like super focused on you know selling these teas and these weight loss tricks and stuff and it's just like she's constantly constantly riding on them for these um detox teas that none of them probably drink because all it does is make you basically just diarrhea for days and then lose interest in eating and then you lose a couple pounds or whatever but the kardashians constantly peddle this and she constantly gets in the comments to be like, why are you peddling this? You have so many young female followers. Like, this is so dangerous. We all know you don't actually use this. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so the Kardashians finally responded because they had some sort of New York Times profile because we don't get enough coverage of their lives. And each of them had something different to say. Chloe was like sort of defensive and was like, I don't have a personal chef. And then Chris was like, I don't 
operate in that negative space. Like, I just don't, I block the haters, basically. But Kim was like, you know, if there's work that's really easy, that doesn't take time away from our kids, it's just a good job opportunity, then maybe you should consider it, you know? And it's, she's basically like, oh, I do it for the money. Like, owning up to the fact that she doesn't care about this product, she doesn't use this product, but it's a quick dime. Which is like so funny considering she's one of the richest celebrities in America because it's like she's trying to present this as like, oh, I have to take care of my kids. You know, I want to keep them off the streets. Like it's a desperate time, (laughs) desperate decisions. So everyone got on board with this sort of criticism of the Kardashians and Jamila came back to be like, look at what you're saying. You're saying that you're another million dollars for you is more important than like telling young girls that they are beautiful and worthy and that eating is good for you and like blah 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 so the uh fight continues and uh there are no this this story (laughs) is ridiculous to me like we're now all of a sudden like upset or confused that celebrities promote products that they don't believe in for money I don't like, think that's so. The, that is, I think it's more, like, the it's oldest more thing in the book. She's trying to be, like, right. She's trying to say, like, no better, do better. Like, it's, like, time is up. Like, let's stop promoting these toxic behaviors, these unhealthy choices just for your own dime. Like, please. But, like, what? Like, SCFU. how are they unhealthy? It's, like, a tea that you... I'm confused. <laughs> oh, they're really unhealthy. I mean, they're not FDA approved. They're they're known to be very bad. And so, it's sort of, like... They're just, like, a... Di- they're, like, a laxative yeah. tea that makes yeah, you lose exactly. weight? Yeah. And so, they're promoted... This company, especially, which is, like, the Fit Tea or something, they don't have any sort of storefront or anything they're just promoting through influencers like the kardashians so it's basically like you get the bachelor cast you get the kardashians you get all these b-list celebrities to kind of be like here you go so it's more that jamila is just hoping to draw attention and kind of you know guilt people into giving up this quick cash scheme i feel like everybody (laughs) is like every, the Kardashians are easy to like they're easy targets for anything that you want to put onto them because it's like they're not they're not famous for having any talents they're right. just like kind of there they're always bringing up drama they make poor life decisions <laughs> but like I would say to somebody who says oh like how could you dare promote this product that's so harmful it's like but people promote Pepsi and people promote you know it's like <laughs> Michael Jackson well, and Britney Spears and whoever else is like well, I mean sort of th- those are also the, unhealthy these for you are Taylor Swift is promoting women. these products Coca-Cola. are targeted at young women who are being told by these by these ads that are about losing weight. It's not a drink. It's not a it's not a restaurant. It's not like, oh look. It's someone saying, This is how I lost my weight. This is how you could look like me. There's a huge difference. There's a there's a ginormous difference in that in that tone, that motivation, that script. And it's just like you can't conflate the two. Like they're yeah, not selling but, Pepsi. They're saying well, you can have my body if you drink this tea that I totally one hundred percent endorse, you know? Well, but people like uh, celebrities have been endorsing weird diet things forever. <laughs> I mean, that's also not a new thing. I mean, like the number of know. celebrities who have promoted like Nutrisystem or Weight Watchers. And now right. it's like now Weight Watchers is something else. I mean, you look at the stuff that Weight <laughs> Watchers was doing 10 years ago, the celebrities were endorsing. And now it's like, oh, my gosh, like these people, they were starving each other. Right. They hate 
you know, what? I don't know. For me, it's just like, <laughs> okay, fine. The Kardashians are are doing something for money. Clearly, that's what they do. Yeah. That's how they've succeeded. They <laughs> they are the rich and powerful people they are today because they do things for money that other people either wouldn't be willing to do or aren't smart enough to do. Like, that's what they're <laughs> brand is so don't come after them for like hawking some weird tea online and yes i'm sure that there are young people who are sucked into this oh like i want to look like the kardashians so i'm going to drink this tea but i think anyone with any like with five seconds of mental (laughs) thought can look at that and be like, okay, the Kardashians have millions of dollars. They've all had a lot of work done, which you've seen them have done on the show. Clearly they have like personal trainers. They have personal chefs. Like you do not look like the Kardashians by drinking this tea. But that's what Jamila is saying is she's like, you guys keep saying you don't have chefs. You don't have trainers. You just use this tea. And that's telling very young girls. I want to see where it, where did they say at some Chloe point in one of the captions the only reason I look said, like this is because I have because I drink this tea she, it's Chloe not because Kardashian I have a personal trainer said, she just posted she was like I lost like my last baby fat because of this tea and then today she said I don't use she a personal might trainer. have yeah okay but that's not a healthy way to lose weight that just loses weight for a little bit it loses your water weight it makes you diarrhea well did she say this is the healthiest way to lose weight like (laughs) you are playing devil's advocate right now i am not i I am i I just i get tired of these people like coming out of the woodwork she's like no, but it's these like, like C-list celebrities thing. going after the Kardashians <laughs> because they're like easy to. But she doesn't go. Who is she? I never heard of her. She doesn't go just after the Kardashians. She is trying to change the conversation and to be like, you know, it's like the movement that was against photoshopping celebrities in magazines. It's like you need to stop promoting this idea that these women, these actors they're they're perfect, they're flawless. That arms look like that. That thigh gaps look like that. Like. There's just a trend that maybe we should be less obsessed with like body thinness, skinny white girlness. Well, you yeah, know? I I agree with all of that. <laughs> but what I don't understand is the impetus to like, oh, how are we going to do this by like trying to get the Kardashians involved? You know, well, like, because like the Kardashians have millions of followers of impressionable right. young women. But that's so, because they follow the nobody is following the Kardashians <laughs> thinking that their life is like, ah, yes, this is all that it's presented to be. Like, it's okay, very clearly Matt. manufactured. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I mean, saying. I think, yeah. I mean, I would hope that that's true, like, but I'm sure a lot want, of fans. If you want of like anyone. positive icons, then just pick from one of the other. Like, try to promote the other really great positive icons <laughs> instead of trying to pick like some of the people who are very clearly not and make them. That's like that's like saying like you know what? Like Donald Trump shouldn't be eating bad food. Like he should be eating good food, and then like he'll be a model for fitness. It's like what? No, like don't like don't try to make him do something that. What is clearly you, not on brand for him. You are the not Kardashians aren't. They are trendsetters. That's the whole point. Yeah, but not not like body positivity trends. The reason Fit T uses the Kardashians, the reason they're willing to pay money that Kim Kardashian thinks is enough to be like, wow, this is easy cash, is exactly because the numbers make sense. Like they're obviously getting sales from these 
ads. That's all the ads they do. That's all the marketing they do. And they pay influencers based on the traction they get from website drives. So it's like there is a very obvious cause and effect. Right. But I just don't know. I don't see what the problem of that is, I guess. I don't know. Because that shouldn't... Whatever. It's just the general point is that some people are pushing back against it and the Kardashians remain tone deaf. And so you think that's right that's or whatever? That's like, <laughs> Yeah. Just, but why shouldn't someone push someone to be a little better than they were yesterday? You know? We could all try a little harder, you know, including trying to sit down and you can just continue the rest of your TED talk. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. End of end of rant. You, you're oh a Kardashian gosh. stan and that's good for me to know. You know, I'm happy you're a fan. <laughs> I just know. Ex- I just know what the Kardashians are and I'm not like out stumping well, to try to change to them you. into something else. I yeah. feel like. I feel like this is one of those moments where somebody who's like a lower level of fame is like, I know I, I'm going to rile, I'm going to get some, some views by like trying to rile up people against somebody who's more famous than me. <laughs> but I mean, to your point, they're famous for toxic lifestyles. So aren't they exactly who someone targeting toxic lifestyles should, you know, target? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Sure. Okay, anyways, do you have any other news or uh, should we uh, wrap this up? (laughs) Well, I have a more interesting Kardashian story. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I don't know if you saw this or not, but in this last week's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, we had the very first confessional (laughs) by Kanye West, my boy. I did. I saw this. And, you know, he's been obviously on the show for years now, but he's never done that thing where, like, you know, they interview you off camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like the off camera, like interview confessional. And he did one this week. And when he was asked, like, why did you do this? He said, well, you know, I was watching the movie Incredibles 2 and they interview the Incredibles (laughs) characters at the beginning of that movie. And I thought that was pretty cool. And also the lady Incredible has a big butt and my wife has a big butt. So we're becoming more like the Incredibles now and so I wanted to do this and I was like what in the world is this (laughs) rationale but also I am very here for it like it makes no sense and it's only something that Kanye could come up with there is clearly no way that this was written for him he just like (laughs) came up with this weird idea but I like the fact that he is now molding his life to fit the Incredibles movie track so yeah no it's very on brand for him i i enjoyed that little clip a lot so it's good stuff good stuff he's always he's always there for a good laugh you know oh yeah he's keeping people on the kanye yeah (laughs) Um, okay well in my absence did you have a did you get to watch or see something for your love it or hate it Oh, did I ever? Oh, no, wait. I if think you I know d- what this is. If you didn't like the earlier segment, Shelby, <laughs> then buckle up because I went to the theaters and saw <laughs> Dumbo, which turns out isn't just a good movie. It is a great movie, and I defy anyone to tell me oh differently. Oh, my gosh. You're making, you're dragging our name through the mud. You keep, you keep standing for these films that are getting horrible reviews. It's not a good look for us. <laughs> it's called having taste and not just going <laughs> along with what people say. You know what I mean? I oh I like to see a movie, think about it critically, and decide for myself <laughs> whether or not it is a masterpiece. And Dumbo yeah. is. Would you like to know really? why? You didn't see the movie. Okay. I have not. 
my husband wants to see it, so I'll probably end up seeing it. But every trailer I see, I just, oh, I just hate it more and more. Why do you hate it? It just looks so cheesy and badly done. And the Dumbo story is not interesting to me. And it looks oversaturated like every Tim Burton movie of the last few that he's done. So it's just like way too much for me. So here's the thing. Dumbo, (laughs) which I did not really know this, but the original movie is only 64 minutes long, which is a real short movie. And when you think about that, at least 10 of those minutes are like racist crows that they're clearly not (laughs) putting in this one. They basically had to come up with a completely new story for this movie. So watching it, there are like bits and pieces of or like moments of things from the original. But basically, it's a whole new story. And... Dumbo is the friggin' cutest thing ever. <laughs> like, you, no, like you just you fake. just sit there, and he is like so endearing, <laughs> and so just like you just want to hug him and keep him as a pet. He's so cute with his big ears, <laughs> and I was just so like invested in him as a character from the start <laughs> because of how friggin' cute he is. And well, then. I'm glad. On top of the fact that, like, I could just sit and watch Dumbo, like, roll around and do weird things and waddle with his Mm -hmm. big ears for the whole movie, it really has a great cast. And all of the actors are, like, hamming it up and giving these really fun performances. Like, you can tell that the people who were working on this movie enjoyed their time doing it. Like, Michael (laughs) Keaton is the bad guy, and he's this, like, fun villain. Danny DeVito is the circus master, and he's really fun. Eva Green is in it. She's in, like, basically every Tim Burton movie. And she's, like, this kind of, like, (laughs) creepy, sultry... uh, like trapeze artist it's just it's just a fun movie to watch now i will say this this is a movie that is very clearly for children like this is not a <laughs> this is not like an incredibles 2 or like a pixar thing where it's like it's a kids movie but it's like it, it's sort of like also aimed at adults like this is only a kids movie the plot is very simple the like beats are very straightforward but it does everything in a really like fun energetic way and Dumbo is so enjoyable to watch and he's flying around and you really just I felt like I was sucked up in the emotion of it all so it's not necessarily like a super deep movie or has a lot going on but I felt like what it did it did really well and it's a really like uh cute fun entertaining movie to go watch and I think that's exactly what it was trying to do and then it nailed it completely and that is how I grade movies like is what you're trying to do what you're giving me and in this case it definitely <laughs> is and I thought a plus wow well that's good to know Matt I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah I mean and I feel like if you went and saw it you wouldn't hate it like I don't know how you could hate this movie there's nothing in there that's like hateable <laughs> uh Okay, yeah. Well, if I see it, I'll let you know. But I have something that I know you will hate. So it's just part of the course of this episode. Oh, goody. Um, Love it or hate it. I have kept with and loved The Rookie. (laughs) Which, as a reminder, is the Nathan Uh, Fillion movie. I mean, sorry, Nathan Fillion show on ABC that is about him being a 47-year-old rookie in the LAPD. And I kept with it because I love Nathan Fillion and I don't think he's creepy. And honestly, it has really, it's really found its like stride. You know, it's really, it's, it's funny. It's heartfelt. This last episode was actually like 
it almost made me cry. It was like, whoa, oh they went there, you know? They have fun with it. Everyone in the cast is having fun with it. This is and unbearable. it's just like a good old time, you know? I just, I wanted to revisit that because that was one of the premieres we watched in our fall TV episode. And it yes. was one we definitely didn't agree on because you hated it for some reason. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. Because it is endearing and just fun. Like, it's network television, right? So take that with a grain of salt. It's not that great these days. But it's pretty good. And um, we also, my husband and I hate watch the entire season of A Million Little Things. And I have to bring this up because I've been dying to catch you up on what happened. So okay. spoiler alert for anyone <laughs> still watching. It was a hot mess of a show. It was only like 13 episodes long. I'm pretty sure it did not get renewed. But basically, the whole thing is the, this this father, this best friend of these four guys kills himself in the premiere. And it's all about these people learning to live without him and like figuring out why he did it and like what was going on. There's like, ooh, mystery, whatever. Well, <laughs> it turns out, I shouldn't laugh, but it was just so bonkers. In the last episode, you realize that he had been burdened with this secret and this guilt for so long because he and a friend were supposed to be on an airplane to watch a ranger, whatever team you know, the hockey team they like, <laughs> the uh -huh. Bruins. Yeah. And he missed the flight. And guess what flight it turned out to be? September 11th. Yes! He missed the 9-11 flight and he had that guilt for years and like he... He, for some reason, couldn't tell his wife or his oh best my friends. Gosh. And he just was like burdened by this. And then when life went wrong later in it, he was just like so overwhelmed that that's why he committed suicide. <laughs> and so it all turned out to be this 9-11 gimmick. I know. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I know. And, and you like, ranked that show high. I will I know, remind you. Because I like... um the guy from psych and he was actually the best part of the show. Like he was the only human <laughs> character basically who was uh. like likable and interesting. Everyone else is really bad, but it was just like such a hot mess. We kept just like turning it on each week just to like watch it and hate on it and laugh about it. And then the finale happened and we were just like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> who could have guessed that? You know? Oh, it was amazing. Oh my, like, <laughs> <laughs> how many that's so many hours between those two 13. shows that you could have spent on something well, else oh like dumbo okay like, dumbo was like 90 minutes <laughs> dumbo was 90 minutes not not well, 22 hours of well watching nathan fillion creepily hit on a 20 year old creepy and they broke up so it's fine he's moved on to a much more age-appropriate girlfriend and it's it's great so <laughs> oh my gosh i'm just waiting for i'm just waiting for the day that i get the e-news alert that nathan fillion <laughs> he's has... not i love mm. him mm -hmm. so so there's a there's a show you can binge and there's a show you should probably avoid unless you have a real place in your heart or just or just save gotchas. so much time and energy <laughs> and just go see dumbo like that seems to be the clear yeah. choice here. Um, or you could options. spend a lot of time trying to shame celebrities for drinking tea. That's another <laughs> another way that you could use your time Probably if you, the best if you want way to. to use it, honestly. But um, 
I mean, I think we should wrap this one up before we get into another heated argument about diet teas. Yes. Yes. If you have <laughs> spare time, instead of watching one of these shows, why don't you go follow us on social media? Follow us yes. on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Leave us a review. No one left us a review in these two weeks yeah, that we had that? off. So come on, guys. Get it together. <laughs> Step up. <laughs> But yeah, otherwise, we have a new episode coming on Thursday where we're talking about Us, which is a horror movie that Shelby, I think, I sat through. through. Yeah. Maybe I just did. read Wikipedia review. I don't know. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll hear we'll all see. about her experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a lot of takes on this movie because it was okay. bonkers. So it, it, stay it, tuned it, for that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye. <laughs>